Hi, this is Tasha M. Dyer with the BYOB Movement, Be Your Own Bank. And we just want to welcome you to our podcast. Grab a pen, grab a paper, because we're going to be sharing information that has been hidden in plain sight. Information about the financial markets, things you've always wanted to know. And after you listen to this podcast to get more information or just to contact us, reach out at beyourownbankmovement.com. Beyourownbankmovement.com. Now, enjoy the show. So excited that God has blessed us to. Um, see it through and uh it's been a prosperous day i got my new uh byob t-shirt on and uh i tell you if you are uh, already a part of uh the young bank movement you need to get one of these t-shirts because it was a great uh conversation piece today in the barber shop what is byob and uh had an opportunity to explain and uh invite uh, them to participate with us next monday night and so we're excited about the opportunity that just create opportunity. So take advantage uh, of that. You don't have to say a word. They'll ask you about it. And that gives you, uh, I think it gives you a little bit of an advantage when you're trying to have a conversation. And so we're just excited about that today. Uh, we want to talk to you about uh, persistence, but before we get into uh, this idea of being persistent as a, uh, a principle for uh, getting wealth, because we all are anointed with wealth. I want you to, uh, uh, meet the, the panel today. We have with us Miss Dyer. Uh, Miss Dyer, how are you doing today? Bishop, I am wonderful. I am definitely wonderful. So let me just go ahead and say hello to everyone. Hello, our Rejoice 904 listening audience, Facebook, YouTube, and every one of you all who have made the decision to become your own bank. And also those of you all in our listening audience, who are just listening in to really find out what is this broadcast all about. So let me just say welcome. I'm excited to be here with you all once again for another week. And just like you, Bishop, I have my BYOB too. You know, definitely have to rock the BYOB, be your own bank gear. So we we have a paraphernalia, if you want to understand what Bishop is referring to, where he's talking about, you see, you have to think like a bank, act like a bank, be your own bank. And then of course, you have to look like the bank, all right? So I'm excited to be here with you all as well. So thanks once again, Bishop, for hosting this broadcast. And of course, Mr. Rogers and Dr. B. Dr. B, how are you doing today? I am doing outstanding, Bishop. And Tuesdays are what Tuesdays are in my life. So although you don't see it, I have on my Be Your Own Bank hat so i am representing as well and <laughs> on since uh, seven o'clock this morning running these young ladies around the tampa bay area so i am so elated to be able to greet everyone in every area everyone that is under the sound of our voices those that are tuned in either on our radio station or on social media I wish everybody a wonderful Tuesday. And as always, I am always excited to greet this group and to talk about this topic, being your own bank. All right, well, it's good good to know that you're still running that free Uber service there in Tampa area. When I fly in, I'll keep that in mind. 
Sorry, uh, Vision. You have to have long hair to get this Uber service. <laughs> I can identify with you. I've been through that. I have two daughters also, so I understand that process. Uh, we also have Gerald D. Rogers with us today. And he's, he's way, way, way up north. And we're just happy that he decided to join us today. You know, that's a miracle that God put before us. He said we can do greater works. And this, this is one of the greater works. We are able to communicate with him being uh, 1,400 miles away. How are you doing, Mr. Rogers? I'm excited to our 904 Rejoice listening audience, uh, uh, Facebook family, Instagram, however you are communicating with us. Man, I'm just excited. Uh, and, and Bishop, you, you talk about how nice the weather is in Florida. And uh, I flew in to Manitoka, Minnesota. You know, we're establishing some uh, things here with our business partners. But I tell you, man, it is frigid. I flew into snow flurries in, 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 in April. Uh, but we're glad we're bringing the heat. Um, and we're excited about today's broadcast. And once again, I, folks, I'm just blessed to be uh, connected with some amazing individuals. So I definitely want to give a shout out to our, our, our panel, the uh, Bishop, you know, you, you're the general, uh, Dr. Craig Bythe with the finance doctor, and obviously uh, excited to be in partnership with the trade whisperer herself, the major Tasha M. Dyer, soldier salute. <laughs> Who up? <laughs> oh, we got jokes. We got jokes. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold weather getting to you. <laughs> yeah, you said you you mentioned Minnetonka, and you you made me think about uh, Purple Rain. Miss Miss Doc, can you give us a verse of Purple Rain right quick before we get started. See, purple, rain, <laughs> purple Rain. Purple Rain. Only one to see you. <laughs> Yeah. Last week, you, you think you're good though? I got you. I picked up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Dyer, before you, before you, before you initiate the the return and the favor, I want you to read the scripture. <laughs> yeah, all right, quick. Maybe we can get you in the right spirit here. So you read the scripture for the day. So that's uh, Luke 11, verses five through ten. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So it says, then Jesus said to them, "Suppose you have a friend." And you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Now, that's a very, very, very uh, a good passage for our topic tonight about pers persistence. And uh, persistence is very, very, very important when it comes to actualizing the wealth that God wants us to walk in. And uh, this guy that uh, gets up at midnight and goes to his friend's house and his friend tried to send him away. He said because of his persistence, he just kept on knocking, kept on knocking. The guy couldn't sleep. He said, Bob, I better get, get this guy some bread so he can, he can go on where he needs to go. And, and sometimes that's what you have to do when we're trying to navigate this, this, this way to wealth. The opportunities that we have in front of us, those who are holding uh, 
some of the uh, answers to some of the questions we have. We have to keep asking, keep asking. We can't take no for an answer. We, we can't uh, get discouraged because things are, are difficult, because things are not just laid out there for us. But we have to be persistent because everyone doesn't want to participate in your actualization of your wealth. Some folk uh, uh, have issues uh, regarding jealousy, envy, and whatnot, and they know uh, that the route you're traveling is will end up in prosperity. And, and so you have to be persistent. You have to have a made up mind and know that God, know that God has ordained for you to live the abundant life, and and in, a, in order for you to, to uh, actualize or, or come into grips with that you have to be very, very persistent. And so I think that I wanna to talk today about the idea of being persistent. And the question is, can you be persistent without being consistent? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I say no, it, let me, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example of why I say no. Um, it's funny, so I just, I gave this example to our ladies on our Fusion Friday, but it kind of takes me back to you know, that persistency is something that you need to instill on the inside of you. There is no success without persistency. I mean, you're not going to attain anything if you're not persistent. You have to make a decision, set your eyes on the target and push through. So we, my daughter's 25, you know, just perfect example. So she's 25 and I raised her as a single parent. Now, you know, I, I had her, you know, and so I, you, well, when I was married, of course, I was raising her in a household, but I've always raised her. It's been me. It was me and her. So I'm her only parent is what basically what I'm saying. And so when she was younger, the things that she shared to me when she got older is that things like, you know, if I wanted something, I was going to get it. And so she shared with me some of her tactics, you know, that she used to use and she studied my moods. She studied my ways. She studied my, my activities. She, she knew when to ask, she knew when not to ask, but she was in, and some of the things that she used to tell me is, I'm gonna ask you if you say no, then I'll come back in an hour and I'm going to ask you again. And if you're in a bad mood, then I'm gonna wait to the next day. Or if you're in a good mood, then I know that's when I need to bring it back. So she understood she studied me and, and so she knew exactly what it was required. And so when I look at her now, you know, and, and there's something that just happened that I won't share because she's not ready to share it yet, but it's just another step and another level, you know, to her success. And that's because of her determined her determination, her persistency, consistency, and her focus. And so when I look at the fact that you know, at 25 years old, just imagine 25 years old, you're a six-figure earner. Just imagine at 25 years old, you know, you're, you've pushed through and you've, you've overcome obstacles people my age still are battling with. And so when you really, you know, push, push forward, she's always been very persistent. She's always set her eyes on a target and she would not stop until she achieves it. And that's really fed over how she did me is now how she does her goals because I was the only obstacle in her way as a child. Because of course, mommy's gonna say no sometimes, right? So I was her only obstacle in a way, but now the same way she didn't allow me to stop her from getting what she wanted, she's definitely, if my mama couldn't, that's what she told me, my mama couldn't stop me, nothing's ever going to stop me. 
that's that's very true, Mr. Rogers. Well, man, when we think about where we are right now, you know, we've decreed and declared that this is the year of transformation regarding the Beyond Bank movement, and you're talking about persistence and consistency. Uh, the, the, the evolution of where we are and where we're continuing to head is, is the epitome of continually looking at where we are. Because when we initially launched this initiative, uh, it, it was conceptual. But you, when you want to be consistent, you have to be persistent and pursuing the end result. Uh, because no matter what <clears throat> you have to endure, the process is always going to be the process. And I'm just elated to know that when we started this movement, uh, the vision was always started with the end in mind and staying the course and embracing the process. Here we are now having the likes of a broadcast hit in plain sight. When, when you initially made the announcement, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to bless people and we're just going to be consistent and showing up. And then we have a talk with the finance doctor, your RX for Forex, led by Dr. Craig Bythewood, and then our profit calls and, and our BYB market talks. And the strategy that was created by Ms. Dyer, now here we are reverberating around the globe and people are being tremendously blessed because of the commitment, the consistency of making sure that for those individuals who have a desire to receive because they've knocked on the door, They've sought after information that puts them in a position of true empowerment. And over that period of time, here we are. Uh, we, we've been blessed now that we have a visual of the concept that started out in our minds. We have uh, hats, we have paraphernalia, we have websites and things of that nature. So your repetition gives you your reputation. Mm. Your repetition gives you your reputation. Wow. And that, that's so very, very true. Uh, Dr. Bifewood. You know, it's interesting. It continues to amaze me that we as a group are always so connected. When you pose the question, Bishop, the first thing that popped in my mind is I'm going to use my daughter as a reference point. And that's exactly what Ms. Dyer did. So before I give you my take on this concept, let me first let our listening audience know something. Ms. Dyer is always in a good mood. Now, when I think about this topic, <laughs> here's how I look at it. I have three daughters, 19, 17, and 16. And obviously different personalities manifest themselves in different ways. So my middle daughter has always been the one that has put all of the variables in front of what she wants. In other words, she would be the one to say, well, I know you have to do this, so I'll only ask for that. And I constantly tell her that she has to walk in an abundant mindset because the little girl, come on now, baby girl is going to ask for everything plus infinity. And I explained to her that she will be the person that will always have money because it is her expectation. I promise you, we had this conversation today. So let me break this down in terms of not only the scripture, but also in terms of what we do in the Be Your Own Bank movement. So I've been encouraging all three of them to learn the skill set. And the one that is doing the best is the 17-year-old, the one that I'm referring to. So she has created uh, many positive trades over the last week, 
and the other two have yet to get to that point. They're still pushing through their resistance. Hello, somebody that's going through that right now. The other two are still pushing through their resistance. So when I complimented the 17-year-old, her ability to be able to get a positive trade, the first thing out of her mouth was, well, it's just a demo. We have to understand that if we walk in that energy of it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, then that is what God is going to send you. When you knock on that door with a, it's just a, then you will literally get back. It's just a. So it's so important that we represent that because in my New Living Translation version, the adjective that is used is shameless. Well, this is the door that walks in a little bit of shame. Well, that's okay. Never mind. That's okay. You have to be shameless and you have to knock on that door and you have to understand that because as that self-confidence formula that we read every day says, because you are doing for others, then others are always going to do for you. So think about how many times you provided bread to people who were in need. So you should shamelessly be able to knock on that door and expect that you're going to get it back. And that is the way we operate in the Be Your Own Bank movement. We know that we are serving hearts. We know that we are serving God. We know that we're providing loaves of bread. And as a result of that, we want each and every one of you to walk in the expectation that you deserve everything that God has for you. Amen. That's true. And, and, and I just want to commend uh, the three of you because you're on this Zoom 40 times a month. Is that not right? Oh, consistently, consistently, and 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 because of that, uh, as Doctor Bifford said, you've got a reputation for being there, and you got a reputation of a willingness to to share information that could bless the lives, and that literally changed the, the lives of people, changed their uh, their financial categories, as we put it in America, and so we're just thankful for you guys. But with this persistence, uh, do we have to, is there a difference between being aggressive and being assertive? Which one would you think that Jesus was really uh, emphasizing here? We want to be persistent, but do we want to be aggressive or do we want to be assertive? I think a good way for us to address that is to think of it like this. The word of God is a living document. And the word choice is so meaningful. This scripture in verse nine does not say the door will be open. It could say the door will be open. You can open the door. The door will be cracked. <laughs> what it says is knock and the door will be opened. A few radio shows ago, I used the word actionize. It is so important that we take what we have in front of us and turn it into action. In order for that door to be open, believers, you first have to knock. So there's so many situations where you think about what you want and you think about what you have to do to get there and you have to knock on that door. Let me use that 17-year-old one more time. And she is definitely one of the sweetest souls that I know. Her phone was broken, 
Well, the other two girls had broken bones. And so they immediately came to the father and said, father, fix the bone. So guess what the father did? He fixed the bone. But the 17-year-old didn't do that. So I finally said to the 17-year-old, 17-year-old, make this phone call. Go on this website so we can get your phone fixed. Day one, she didn't do it. Day two, she didn't do it. Day three, she didn't do it. So on day four, I went to that 17-year-old and said, 17-year-old, come on. You, what, why haven't you done this? Well, and she talked about all the things that would not work. Come on, somebody. Somebody just felt that. She mm -hmm. talked about all the things that would not work. So I encouraged her to knock. She knocked and that phone was fixed in two hours. So think about how many four-day periods you and I are wasting because we're waiting on the door to come to us when all we have to do is knock. Mm. All we got to do is knock. And so that that action uh, is uh, certainly a, a positive, non-passive non action by uh, acting on uh, what was in front of them, the opportunity that was in front of them. And so I ask the question again, do we, are we assertive or are we aggressive? I say both. Uh, <laughs> 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 who you can talk to? Who you to? But um, I honestly feel like feelings don't matter. Consistency does. You know, I'm I'm here to you know if I stop to consider feelings along the way, then if you you can't buy into my vision if you don't have my dream, and so I have to press forward. We're on a mission, and this is ordained by God. So my feelings don't even matter, right? Feelings don't matter. It, consistency is what does. The lazy person, the person that can't get out of their own way, the person that's full of excuses, the person that can't see past yesterday, they're going to be upset. They're going to not want to receive it. They're going to live in that woe is me thought process and mentality. And that's why we're separated in this world by success in those who are not. So yes, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to press forward. You know, I'm going to be all of those things. But I'm also, I mean, I'm still compassionate. I'm still, well, I think, <laughs> why are you laughing? Why y'all laughing? No. But <laughs> it's, I mean, but I don't have, I'm not gonna stop. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll bring you with me, but I'm not gonna stop and turn around because you don't wanna go. Mr. Rogers, I saw you you agreeing with me. Uh, oh, in yeah. Spirit. Huh? oh, yeah. In, in spirit, boy, I, I, but I am I am in agreement with Ms. Diet. I mean, I think aggressive and assertive is is comes from a place of knowing. And when you know that you know that you know, right, then it, it puts you in a position to take action. And, and, and as Dr. Biden was saying, he, you got to actionize information because we've been taught. And we've heard it said often that that uh, knowledge is power, but no, knowledge is not power, right? Applied knowledge equates to wisdom, knowing that, okay, now that I've received information, I know it's still my responsibility to take action. And, you know, often the, the, the proverbial writer is always making reference to the ants and, and, and the sluggard, right? So... Mm -hmm. The ant is always moving because they are aggressively and assertive moving forward. And, and the beautiful thing about the ant and understanding that the ants itself, it's in their DNA. 
that when they sent out the 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 the, the, the ants, someone is going to always keep moving forward until that ant comes back with the message, and they're always sending people out. So we have to be able to take this initiative, right? Because if you're hungry, there was a need, right? But the instruction was knock. So we have to be responsible for our own personal deliverance. And even with the woman who was bidding for her sons when she went to the judge, right? He's like, look, if I don't answer this lady's question, she gonna worry me to death. And we have to have that tenacity about being aggressively tired of our situation. Mm. And we have to be assertive with applying information because guess what? It is time, right? And the word of God says, give me a little something to work with. If you would have the faith, the size of a grain, of a mustard seed. You can say to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. Give, give us something to work with. Show up. Just show up. And the trade whisper is going to get your mind right. And then the finance doctor going to write that prescription, prescription to help you heal the economic wound. So, But you have to be aggressive by showing up. And you have to be assertive by receiving the information. So I think they are synonymous and, you know, all we do is win-win because as Bishop had decreed and declared, uh, my new marching orders, I'm anointed for well. I'm anointed for well. Yes, yes. And, and we all received that, that word. Yeah, that, uh, you know, because this guy got up in the middle of the night. You know, my mother used to say, you're trying to, you're going to refrigerate that late at night. Boy, if you don't go to bed, it's at midnight, you know. You you go to sleep, you won't know you're hungry. You know that's what she used to say. And, and so uh, these these people, this guy got up in the middle of the night, and he knew he knew his neighbor was sleep. Who don't know their neighbor should be asleep around twelve o'clock at night? And he went over to his house, knowing that he was probably asleep. He had kids, knowing his kids were probably asleep, and he knocked on that door because there was something in there. He wanted so it have to be a, a how bad do you want it? Do you want it enough to put somebody else through a little trouble to get what you want? <laughs> My grandmother did that to me last night. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's like you know. Yeah, it's like when I first met Miss Dyer. She she didn't care what I wanted to hear what she had to say. She was calling. <laughs> we supposed to meet today. You you need you must you must be up here for now bread. Where are you at? You know, and uh, where I was headed, I had to change my directions and head toward Panera Bread. She didn't care whether it was uh, going to be uh, something that was going to have to change my whole schedule for the day. She didn't care. She wanted to share this information with me because she wanted to get it through my thick head that if I grab hold of this, it could help change not only my life, but just change all the people that I know. And so, uh, you know, is, is it okay to to uh, cause people to have to to rearrange something? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's it's insane not to. I mean, so use that example, right? Now where are we? We're sitting here on a broadcast talking to people all around the world. Mm -hmm. all, you know, from a 
phone call. You was like, but Miss, but Miss, I remember that call. But and I was like, okay, I'm at Panera Bread. I'll be here. So how long is it going to take you to get here? You know, and, and because of that, now we live in a world right now where, you know, you just really think about it, where we've been taught, go to school, get good grades, right? We hear it all the time. Go to college and get you one of those good jobs. And right now, people are fighting, you know, is from social media to politicians to everyone, we need $15 an hour. People need a decent wage. We need, I mean, you could just feel the energy in a post. And, and when you listen to it, we need a decent wage out there. People need to be able to make a living. Well, guess what? That's still 25 cents a minute. And even when I started working, it was 385. So obviously minimum wage is not 385 right now. So obviously we've increased it over time. And until somebody shows you like, at what point do we get out of this cycle and we say, it does not work this way. At what point? I had a conversation the other day with, with a woman who is right there on the brinks of retirement. And this is why I made my transition because I got tired of hearing these stories and my name would not be attached to it. And we can call it a story, but it's really somebody's life where here you are at 62, you're retiring and you thought $50,000 was going to be enough to retire because that's what someone advised you. And when you break it down, 30,000 to 50,000. So you're on the low end from 30,000. So that's, let's just without all of without all the interest in any of that, right? Without any, you know, of, of the, that's a thousand dollars a year. Well, you can't do that a month. And so at what point do we realize before we get to those golden years that hindsight is 2020? At what point do we realize that we have to do something different? So I'm going to be very assertive and people want the information. I mean, think about it. Look, up, look on social media right now. People, did you get Robin Hood? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did, did, oh, they got a new app out. You can get this on this app. Guess what? It's still investing. I don't care. They call it trading. So now you're still ignorantly diving in this market without an educational base and a foundation. Somebody told you, did you, did you get this coin? Did you do this one? So it's a buzz and people want it, but they're doing it from a, an ignorance, ladies and gentlemen, means you don't know. So we're still proceeding from an ignorant standpoint. At some point, we have to reel back and understand that someone wants to help you make a shift. And so because of that, I literally got a call today. You know, what other platform can I use? Because you know, Cash App has limitations. You can only, you move what, $10,000 a week on Cash App? And so now we need to increase that because I want to withdraw more. So because they received the information and they pushed the button, how many of you all just go back to that cell phone situation on your cell phone, your MetaTrader 4, how many of you all still haven't pushed that button? How many of you all haven't made the decision to dive in? How many of you all know that there has to be something different done, but you're still thinking about it? You're still considering it. You still, but at what point do, if this isn't working and we know it's not working, when do you shift? When hmm. do you change? Or do we sit on that nail? Right? What, what is it that you do? It's something you're not willing to move. I was talking to my barber this morning. She's, uh, she said, next year I'm going to retire, but I don't know if I'm going to have any money. She's been cutting hair and and doing hair for 49 years. Next year will be 50 years. And she's worked 50 years and really afraid, divorced and afraid 
to retire because she knows that whatever investment she's been very frugal with her mother with her money she knows that it's going to be very difficult uh, to do something different and, and so you're right miss dara uh people need an alternative they need an option and they don't need to wait till they get 65 or 70 years old to try to figure out what it's going to be and so but if you waited that long you still have an opportunity uh, to trade and, and take advantage of that, as you said, the, at 50000 that you got sitting somewhere, not getting paid for somebody else to hold it and use it for them, their own benefit. And, and so it's an opportunity. Uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, well, you know, it, you know, to be true to the context, if you talk about aggressive and assertive, <clears throat> so often we allow circumstances where we come from our upbringing to keep us in a place of uncertainty. And, you know, the purpose of why we do it, we do fan even from this broadcast, you know, we are aggressive about making sure that we remove and eliminate all excuses out of your life. Um, because we're without excuse, right? Because we now have an opportunity to change our personal financial dynamic, uh, being able to create resources necessary to extend the paradigm of our lineage. And with, with that being said, I'm saying to our listening audience today, what are you knocking on, right? Because yes, we want to be aggressive and we want to be assertive, but we want to be productive and making sure that we're knocking on the right door. We're knocking and we're receiving information from the right resource individual. And, and, and Ms. Dodge spoke about it, you know, not knowing. So yes, there's an element of this industry that people are now being led uh, without having the appropriate information to ascertain and make the right assessment and making sure that they're knocking in the right place. Uh, here in Minnesota, we had the privilege last night of uh, sharing with one of our business partners uh, how important it is to dive into the academy and learn this skill set properly. Because unbeknownst to us at a particular time, she received some, some uh, advice regarding a particular uh, two uh, Ripple XRP. So, and if you're not familiar with these terminologies, that's why you need to become educated and empowered in Dogecoin, right? And then realizing that she blindly accepted the information and now she's in the market. And fortunately for her, she had the disposable income to have you know $10,000. But mm -hmm. because she had been knocking on the wrong door, right? Guess what? It's just out there in the stratosphere. But fortunately, because of her consistency and, 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 and being persistent, she was there in the environment now. So now, not only is she seeking, but she's knocked on the right door. And I think this environment with the leadership of individuals like yourself, Dr. Bythewood and Ms. Dyer, now to make sure that we're knocking on the right door, we have to make sure we're knocking on the right door as well. That's so, that's so, so very, very true. We have to, um, make sure that we are responding uh, in the appropriate manner. I remember when I first uh, 
dived into these two words. It was in one of my counseling classes, and we were talking about people in, in relationship with each other. And one person in a relationship is dominant. The other person uh, is holding in everything and not expressing themselves. And the dominant person was being aggressive. And the response to the aggressiveness was the other person not saying anything. And so we were saying that the, 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 the person who was internalizing everything should at least be assertive and, and say how they really feel about what was happening. If not, at some point, they would explode and, you know, a, a fighter break out or kick the dog or break some dishes or something that what, what's been internalized will eventually come out in some form or some fashion. And so we need uh, to not just sit there and let people take advantage of our income and not do something. We need to at least be assertive and say, ask questions, because sometimes we just take for granted that what the people are saying down at the bank or what the, uh, 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 the, the financial planner is saying is, uh, is uh, on target. And, and many times it's on target for their particular need, but not on target for the uh, consumer who's uh, buying the policy or whatever they're buying, buying into. And so we need, lead, we need to make sure that we can ask, assertively ask informed questions so that you won't, you know, if you ask a question and it's, it's, it's off base or it's, it's coming from an ignorant uh, perspective, then, uh, you know, they can just kind of, um, and kind of divert that 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 kind of question. So you need to be able to at least have some information in your mind and in your heart that uh, that's solid and you know it is is accurate. And so it's very important. See, because you just said, Mister Mister Rogers, that the individual was really somewhat misled about uh, what trading was all about, and they they kind of missed the mark. I, I can I know my niece told I was had a conversation with her. She was telling me she's been in in this uh, group for over a year and her first time trading was last week. And so something's wrong with that picture, uh, Ms. Dyer. Uh, you know, cause we, we, no. we, you know, we want you to push the button much, much earlier than that. If you were, as uh, Mr. Rogers said, if you just sit down and go through that academy and uh, at least start with your, with, with, with your, uh, your play play account and then move on to, uh, to, to real money. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are playing games, but we don't, we're not playing any games. We recognize this is a serious thing and uh, people need to live and people need to not have to change their, their status because uh, they just change their, uh, they just stop going to that job every day. And so you're not, you're not, you're not trapped on that job. You can do something different. There's something different out here for you. And, and you just have to be ready to listen. Keep on knocking and keep on knocking. Put that knock in the atmosphere. And uh, if you knock on Miss Dyer's door, she's going to answer. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. I, two things I want to comment about what was just said. Two, two, two different points. The first one is when you're thinking about like the coin or what have you, and many individuals are actually participating. Mr. Rogers mentioned Dogecoin. And then you just kind of referenced back to some other things and, and, and also talking about having misguided. Do you understand that when you have this skill set, it's going to help you there? And that's going to help me with my next point. Because when you have this skill set, it's also going to help you with that market. Because it's the same market, 
but understand it's going to help you be able to know what to do, when to buy, when to sell. It will help you because even that last rally that Dogecoins was on and I did a video and I told you guys that it was overbought and you needed to watch it because so many people were still putting money in. And I'm just like sitting here looking. And so I just like, look, and I pulled it up on the thing and I'm like, this is overbought. This, this is going to pull back and it's going to pull back hard. Well, if you look at where it is right now, that's exactly what happened. You have to know the skill set. You need it. I don't care how you want to participate in the market. You need the skill set. And then second, as a financial advisor, someone's licensed and someone who joined the military as a finance specialist, I want to help you. Sometimes we just don't know. You don't know what you don't know till you're exposed to it, but you have to be willing and open to receive it because so here I am in Germany and working with the cashier cage, working with this information, working, doing exchange. We did it now, I did military payroll, but I also tapped into and helped out because of the size of our office. We handled everything that kind of ran through Germany. And so we had a exchange, currency exchange, we called it, we called it a cashier cage, but we had a currency exchange in our office. People would come in our office and exchange currency, German, Deutsch, US dollar, right? I know they got the Euro now, but that's what we had then. So at the end of the day, we couldn't just get up and go home. That had to be balanced out. Those reports had to be sent to DFAS. When you understand how much money came through our office, how much money, nobody said private dire, you know, do you realize this is a foreign exchange market? Do you realize that you can participate in this? Do you realize that this is the largest financial market in the world? Do you understand that the government just made money on these transactions? Nobody said that. What they said is, we'll give you the certificate of achievement because you're doing a really good job. Thank you. We appreciate your service, right? So that's ultimately what happened. And then as a financial advisor, when I got a wind of this information, when after that conversation, I went back because nobody told me this. As a matter of fact, I know what I needed to study to pass those exams. And what you're focused on when you're going into the office training and you're going in and you're having those conversations, it's all about obtaining clients, okay? It's all about, you know, laying out and, and you're looking at the best products and products that are going to benefit your pocket as well as the clients, not just the clients, right? So when you're sitting in that world and you're sitting in that space and you're laying stuff out, you know, and then you'll have some advisor tell you, don't do that. You don't want to participate in that. And guess what? When I really understood it, I went back and looked at my study material. Do you know that market patterns are in my book? Do you understand that they talk about the foreign exchange market in my book? Do you understand that they talk about buy stops, sell stops, and limit orders in my book? So all of the things that we do now was in my books. It was in my study material. It was there. So our hands were on it. it and that's what I was looking for, you know, a second ago, but our hands were on it but we didn't know. Nobody yeah. broke it down and explained it. We don't need you to focus on that. What we need you to focus on is, did you write your hundred name list? Did, did you, uh, people, did, did you need to know how much money they make a year? You need to know, cause they need to be able to make those payments every month, right? So those are the things that we were focused on. That's what we were told to focus on, not mm -hmm. how to do this for yourself. Wow, wow, that's, that's really interesting. You know, that we could, uh we could we could identify the, some of the mistakes that we made and, and and learn from them and move forward and use them to help other people. That that's so so important. Uh, 
this guy said he had a relationship with this guy whose uh, door he was knocking on. He was knocking on his friend's door, but his friend would not respond to his need. And, and so that's that's amazing that of the, what changed the friend's heart was his aggressiveness. He kept on knocking, you know, it, at risk of waking this guy's kids up, he kept on knocking. And because so, Bishop, he kept on. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, Bishop, let me address that, please. In order for us to truly receive our loaves of bread, we also have to manage the energy. There must be an energy exchange and the energies must be aligned. Let me give you an example snatched from the headlines of my childhood. So I was given a bicycle and it was really cool. It was my favorite color and I just loved it. So I rode that bicycle to the local community center, parked it in front, went inside and played basketball. When I came out, that bicycle was gone. That wasn't even a concept that I thought would happen. So when I asked for a replacement bike, I was told, no, my brother, you've got to buy your own. So now I went and saved my little money and bought a new bicycle. When I tell you I took care of that bicycle and I made sure I knew where it was and I had multiple locks and I would say time out in the middle of the game and go make sure it was there. So when I had an energy exchange that was appropriate, it suddenly put me in a different position. I want us to really pay attention to verse eight. Verse eight, eight is the number of completion. So to really complete this concept, we need to understand this. The Bible says that the loaves of bread were handed out, not because of the friendship, but because of the shameless audacity to knock on the door. You know, they say that you will make as much as the five people that you spend the most amount of energy with. That's why this movement is so powerful because we operate in the collective. So you're not going to get this because we like you. You're not going to get this because you're cool. You're not going to get this because you dress nice. The friendship is important. That's how we know each other. But for you to get this bread, brother, for you to get this bread, sister, you got to come a knocking and operate in the energy of your expectation and your actionization. Well, I'm operating yeah. as shameless, shameless audacity because <laughs> <That's true>. this, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, because be your own bank worldwide, be wild, be worldwide. I'm telling you right now, everyone needs to know about this. I promise you, you will be economically unbothered. That's what's going to happen. Financially educated, that's what's going to happen and empowered. So yes, I'm walking in that energy. <laughs> That's yeah, and, and here's here's the thing about it is verse nine, uh, the conjunction and in the Greek says that asking and shall be given is one and the same act. The giving is in the asking. I want you to I want that to soak in. The giving is in the asking. If you don't ask, the giving will never take place because it's one and the same act. It's part of the same act. It's like. Throwing the ball, you have to do your own. Throw your own forward. 
Bishop, re rewind that because, like you said, I, I want I want our listening audience to be drenched in what you just said. That that it's one and the same. Like, can, yeah, let's amplify that a little bit because that's that's, Greek, that's when you have that and in between, like hear and believe. It's mm -hmm. it's one and the same act. You know, you you can't believe unless you hear. It's part of the same process, and so it is the asking and the giving. It says, I ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. It's all connected. You know, you ain't finding if you don't ever seek. You ain't gonna get nothing if you don't ever ask. And so it's all part of the same. Some of us, sometimes we want to receive and we want to be the quiet person sitting in the corner and never go through the process of asking. You know, sometimes we're reluctant. That's when you need to be aggressive like Ms. Dyer and just ask for what you want and, 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 and just say it. This is what it's got to be. Exactly. But if you don't ever do that, you won't, you'll go lacking, you won't receive. And so that's a part of the process. And I don't know why the enemy makes us afraid emotionally, because we have to become non-emotional. You know, we have to get rid of those emotions when it comes to, to do this and say, I ain't going to be afraid of fear. You know, you know, fearful, the first ones in the, in the, uh, uh, in the, on the list to go to the place of destruction, you know, so. You can't be scared, okay? Revelation 21. Revelation 21. The field is the first one on that list. The go to the fiery place. And so you, you can't I'm gonna tell you. Bishop, I, reel me in, reel me in, Bishop. You just said something that just made my mind just go to another place. So y'all pray for me right now. Bishop, well, you I'm, said that the asking is in the giving, right? Yeah. So, so that's how we all got here, right? You need to take your location where you where you you need to go ahead and and, and, and step out in the hall or something. You need to get out of that. <laughs> that's why I said, let me read the version. <laughs> let me deviate. I'm gonna I'm gonna detour. So that action is in the giving, right? That's how we got here, right? Yeah. That's how we appeared in the earth, right? Somebody mm -hmm. asked and somebody gave, right? And we managed. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Yeah. you yeah. You, you need to get out of that hotel room. That's I'm trying to shift this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go back. It says, even, it says in the Amplified Version, which you mentioned, so just 8 and 9, it says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything just because he is a friend, yet because of his persistence and boldness, he will get mm -hmm. up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking and it mm -hmm. will be given to you. Seek see, and keep see. on seeking and you see. will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will be opened. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I believe, I believe you ordered that. I believe you ordered that. Dr. <laughs> Dean. Help me out, Dr. Bible, and oh, help me don't out. Don't help him. <laughs> don't help him. <laughs> I am Dr. Bennett, and I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and so that, that's very, very true. You breaking up, I think. Oh, have mercy. And so you have more to say about that, Mr. Rogers? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Hey, no, but, but seriously though, I mean, when when we when we realize that it, even when God reminds us <clears throat> that if we ask, 
according to his will, right? And, and his will is to allow us to experience the wealth that he preserved for us. It's a part of the, 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 the being born into the family. And, mm-hmm. and you mentioned fear, um, but, you know, faith is always the initiator of everything we do, right? So it actually, in order to have fear, you have to have faith, right? But what do we have faith in? And believe in the report of what God has already ordained and spoken of our life? Or do we have faith in what the enemy has told us when our, about our limitations? So <clears throat> that's, that's, that's the aggressiveness, that's the assertiveness of continually reminding ourselves that we've already overcome and we're more than conquerors. And if you are willing and obedient, then you will have the ability to eat the fruit of the land. And the purpose of us eating the fruit of the land and it manifesting in our lives, ultimately, even according to Deuteronomy 18, is that God's covenant will be established because he's given us the power to attain wealth. But it's the asking and giving and being okay with receiving uh, because the bread is sustainable if we're willing to ask for it. Very, very, very true. And so uh, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that part about willingness to receive. You know, we we have to, uh, sometimes we get selective about who we will receive information from. And, uh, you know, we've got we've got prejudice that takes place. You know, we're prejudiced by the way a person look or the sex of a person or uh, something about the, that person that gives us a prejudiced mindset about whether this person has the ability or uh, then you don't look like what I assume who would know something about the foreign exchange market. You 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 don't your office is not in Manhattan in New York. So how would you know about this? You never lived in New York. So how would you know about this? And so, you know, people's minds have been made prejudiced by those things that they've been exposed to about what this person would look like. You know, they did that about with, with Jesus. You, you can't be this, the, the, the Messiah. You, you're born in the wrong place. You know, uh, got the wrong parents. You know, you're born in, in Bethlehem. We know we're looking for the Messiah. You're born in Jerusalem. And, and so, you got these uh, preconceived ideas about how things should be and who should be the one bringing us the information. And so, you know, you got to be receptive to the to the vessel that God uh, puts in front of you to and receive the information. Put place the value on how valuable the information is, not on uh, the person. And, and so, we just have to learn and move forward, move forward with that. Uh, like Dr. Bible said, if the energy is there and the energy connects in, or certainly uh, we can move forward. See, when you're saying that, you know, and, and I, you said something, I don't even realize if you understand how powerful it is. Because you talk about being a vessel and understanding that you've tapped onto something. What happens is a lot of people do not really grab a hold and understand the power of what they have. And you see, we have, it's, so it's twofold because we all start from somewhere. And that's what people forget is, is I might not have a financial background, but at the same time, I tapped into some information that's powerful and I'm sharing with the, I'm sharing it with you to change your life. 
And so what happens is you'll feel defeated because they won't receive it from you. And that's not what we need. That's not the energy we need to be in. So we need to be in an energy of understanding that I know that I've tapped into something powerful and you have to make a decision. Do you have a covenant with faith or fear? See, we have to make our personal decisions as well. Do we have a covenant with faith or fear? But at the same time, we have to allow those individuals to receive it. Who's going to receive it, receives it. Who doesn't, doesn't. And we cannot be responsible for that. But I am responsible for making sure that you are exposed to the information. And so ultimately, you know, it's, it's there. So we all have to start from somewhere. But you have to walk in that power. I mean, just a perfect example of that, you know, I, I exposed my aunt to this information. She's a very, very successful doctor, right? Very successful in her career. Um, just, just, ve just very successful in what she's done. But when Mr. Rogers shared with her that I was the trade whisperer, she fell out laughing on the phone. You know, she was like, oh, Tasha, and fell out laughing. You know, because that's not how she knows me. Right, that's not how she knows me. So imagine had I not had a covenant with faith and understand and walked in the authority of knowing and the boldness of knowing who I am. So, cause that's somebody I love and respect and she's actually referenced in the book. So, but she laughed. You know Please let me jump in and say something. <laughs> so Bishop, whether you realize it or not, you gave the preamble for this anecdote that Ms. Dyer is sharing with us because Jesus was known for being a powerful preacher everywhere except for Nazareth. Because yeah. to the Nazarenes, he was just a carpenter's son. So Miss Dyer is literally walking in the same mindset in which people treated Jesus. He don't have nothing to say. That's Joseph and his son. That ain't even his real son. So you got to understand, Ms. Dad, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I want our listening audience to know that that laugh is the same laugh that they did toward the Messiah, toward God in living form. So you keep doing you, Ms. Dyer, because that laughter is now turning to a revolution that is causing individuals to change the trajectory of their lives. Oh, I appreciate that because I embrace it. I embrace it. Yeah, yes, auntie, I am. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I noticed that that, that she's just still little Tasha. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, some of these discussions that she and her uh, cousins have on the uh, Facebook, you know, says that they, you know, they haven't they haven't realized the treasure that they have in their family and the value uh, that that's really there. And and so. Uh, uh, Yes, that's that's this has been a great topic today. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, the opportunity to be on with uh, these wonderful, uh, intelligent individuals who can share this information with us. And so, one of the things I'm gonna start to do, as she normally does, is kind of close us out and 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 certainly tell people how they can connect with us on the, on on a continuous basis. Absolutely, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen. One of the things that I definitely want to make sure, can you hear me? Just let me know. Yeah, you good. Okay, so I want you to know that we're here. Be your own bank. Two million families financially educated and impacted. Goals, missions, and we're coming with boldness. I just want you to understand that you're going to be exposed. And so in order for something to shift in our lives, 
In order for something different to happen, we have to do something different. We have to be something different and we have to embrace this change. And so where do you wanna go? Be your own bank movement.com. Spell it out, please. Be your own bank movement.com. And also YouTube, go to our YouTube channel. Now our YouTube is Be Your Own Bank Movement, okay? Be Your Own Bank Movement. Like, subscribe. Make sure you're subscribed so you can get the notifications. And we want to make sure that you go to our website. And on our website, I tell you, on our website, when I, I want you to fill in the contact information. We will be in touch with you. Let us know that you received this information from our broadcast. Let us know that you're reaching out from Hidden in Plain Sight. Let us know so we can ensure that you are prepared and you're putting position to accept the challenge to be your own bank. You also want to pick up a copy of our book, Be Your Own Bank, Hidden in Plain Sight. I'm telling you right now, it's definitely something you want to take advantage of. You want to read this book because we're removing financial blinders. So we wrote this book with you in mind because we are very passionate about those financial blinders being removed. No longer will we walk in this energy. We went hard the other way. We went hard building up other people's income and now we're going hard for you and your family. So this is what we are. This is what this movement is all about. Be your own bank. Two million families, financially educated, impacted, and we are going to change the world. You can walk in the anointing and remember, you are anointed for wealth. So make sure you reach out so we can walk you through this process. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's our time. It's our time to end this broadcast, but it's your time to shine. So don't forget that. Love you all. And we will see you all this evening. As long as you reach out, you have to knock, 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 knock. And we will reach back out to you. We will definitely open the door. But other than that, we'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week. All right, love you. And this has been Hidden in Plain Sight. So glad you tuned in. So glad you enjoyed the show. These financial markets, they are yours for the taking. And we're here to help you understand exactly what's been hidden in plain sight. Get a copy of your book today. Be Your Own Bank, Hidden in Plain Sight at our website, beyourownbankmovement.com. Be blessed.